staying in Boston right now. And she was like, it's really weird to interact with people who are okay because everyone I know is not okay. And if you're like listening to this and you don't live in LA and you're like, why, why they say these things, this strike is really, is really screwing up everything. I mean, even if you don't work directly in the film industry, the tech industry took a huge dump. I mean, like it's, it's gnarly right now in Southern California. My friends that own a restaurant near a studio are struggling hella bad because people aren't going in like yeah uh, yeah i was talking to a friend and i was just like yeah you know i'm just looking for a new job and da 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 and they're like i don't know anyone that has a job right now (laughs) and i'm like it's real it's so real but if i were to like try to express that to someone that lives not here they're like what the hell are you talking i was (laughs) i was talking to you the other day where I was talking to my mom and I was just like very upset about, you know, the employment situation. (laughs) And like, I love my mom so much, but instead of just being like, bitch, get a grip and go get a job at McDonald's. She was like, have you thought about running away and joining the circus? Like she just, she encouraged like the wrong side of me. She said, you're so funny. You're so funny and so beautiful and so talented. Have you given up on this? And I was like. Someone... This is when you say go dig ditches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's hard out here right now. Uh, it's it's you're hard to find anyone with a job, and also not one thing has become cheaper. In oh fact, everything is more expensive. And uh, if you're a renter, you better hope that the owner of your building doesn't want to sell it to an even richer person mm-hmm. uh, to get kicked out. It's a whole it's a whole thing. We simply can't get into it, though, because it's not that kind of show. So I want to know why you're trash. Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, bot- candy is fucking very expensive in Biden's America. Okay, Thanks, Biden. Thanks, Biden. I wasn't buying a lot of candy during the Trump administration, so I can't really compare. But I'll tell you what. From, from Obama to Biden, that candy has gone up. Okay. Girl, you know what makes me pissed? What makes me pissed? Oh, I should have I thrown this out. But honestly, I'm just talking about it now. It makes me pissed that these corporations mm-hmm. who are like just absolutely like have big boners for inflation mm-hmm. they love it because they get to charge so much for their products and that to a point where they're fabricating how bad inflation is mm-hmm. and on top of that they're also giving us less for more money mm-hmm. so like it's like you buy the bag of chips and it's only like less than half full and it's more expensive or or you mm-hmm. buy the can of ginger beer and it was always 12 ounces before but now it's 10 ounces because they put a big old like you know badusi in the bottom of the bottle mm-hmm. and you're like whoa and then no one no one i don't expect a republican to come into office and do anything about this either but like <laughs> In case you're worried that the Trashy Trashy podcast was a little too partisan, I don't like what the, the Democrats aren't doing shit about this either. And that they're like, everyone is just like lemon party sucking and fucking with like all these really rich people. Like this is like, 
late stage capitalism, disaster capitalism, everyone, Democrat, Republican, independent, maybe only the libertarians who live alone in Alaska are the ones who are doing okay. But everyone is getting really, really screwed. And it feels like no one is going to do anything. (laughs) The Alaskan bush people are thriving, except for Snowbard might want to leave and join society. I I keep up, you know, I keep up with the Alaskan bush people, but Uh they're the only ones semi-thriving, for sure. The way that I've just been like, what if we did take all of the money that we have left, (laughs) which isn't much, (laughs) it's not much, but Mm -hmm. what if we did take that Mm -hmm. and just like, we all have differences, but like, what if the people in Montana know something we don't? No, here's the thing: people in Montana, they have shirts and bumper stickers that say "Montana sucks." Tell your friends they don't want us there. They don't want us there at all. But I am a classically trained. Absolutely, on are onto something. <laughs> Do not I'm, want us there. <laughs> I am a Meisner trained actrice. <laughs> You think that I can't go to Montana and slap a little bit of that juice on there and be like, oh, hey, all I'm, I'm here to buy. I'm here to buy a uh, 15 acres of land because I fucking hate everybody. And they're like, well, where the hell did you come from? And I'm like, wouldn't you like to know? I've been living under the ground. I'm more Montana than you ever wish you were. And then they'll respect me. They will give me my gun and I will be able to plant food for myself and my mm-hmm. husband and my kin you know actually this is going sound- trad wife <laughs> this has no i'm not going trad wife okay <laughs> we share chores but we, ha- <laughs> we, we haven't talked about this on the podcast but me and erica have had some i i consider them serious conversations about how we need to get a compound like this so that we can get pet pigs um because <laughs> our respective partners don't think that a pet pig is a good idea and so fascist you mean a fascist that we live with and love oh like i like i said like gatorade is literally taking fluids away from us and charging us more and that's the world we live in but i can't have a pet pig like oh okay so who do you work for you know Anyways, so we all go to Montana. Again, just slap it thick, like peanut butter jelly time. Mm -hmm. Slap on us like that Montana energy. That The only reason they don't know who we are already is because we were that remote before. And then then we get our pigs. We we farm. Um, The podcast is over. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. We're done. Well, I mean, what do you expect us to have? Wi-Fi and electricity? No. The like, moment we get a pig, this podcast is over. <laughs> we're busy. <laughs> we have we have the pig to attend to. And like but like what if that's what if that's the move? What if mm-hmm. cuz we could just immigrate to Europe, but like Europe's only like 30, 40 years behind America with this capitalism stuff. They don't want us. And they don't want us even less then Montana people don't want us. Because mm-hmm. you have to just be like, oh, I'm from Oklahoma, if they do catch us. And, they don't even like that. I've, and I'll I've be talked like, to these people. I've been with the local. I've been in it. I've been in the Montana wilderness. And by that, oh. I mean, like, towns, small towns. and. <laughs> so you haven't? They hate us. 
What even is it an Oklahoma problem? Oh, we cannot tell them we're from Los Angeles. But like, oh, if you go, like, oh, they'll murder you <laughs> on spot. Like, there's a there's a law on in Montana. Site. They can just shoot you in the street, dead in the street, if you have California plates. Yeah, yeah. But like, if I go, I'm I'm from Colorado. Do you think that they would like buy it, or they'd be you like, hey, Denver? It better be like remote, like libertarian Colorado. They said, no, you're not. I, your your suitcase is Paris, and I'll go. I bought it at Costco. Paris, uh, Texas. Paris, Texas. Paris, Brit. Show me your passport. Prove it. And then as soon as you pull out, the I knew it. You wouldn't have a passport if you were from here. Mm-hmm. You're hanging, <laughs> hanging in the town square. Yeah, that's just well, that's how it is. Well, where can we go that they like us? Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking dying out here. We have no jobs. Please. Like there's like 40 people in North Dakota. North Dakota, will you have, can we refuge to North Dakota? Oh, they will. We'll they start the only us. Thai restaurant in North Dakota. Oh, my God. Love us. I can't, I can't take that controversy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We start a Thai restaurant. I know. They'll be more comfortable that we started it, but it's still not the right thing to do. All right. Here's why I'm trash. Here's why I'm trash. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. On, we got, on, we no, got on, way off. No, this is on topic. This is oh, on theme. Good. So if you live in Los Angeles, you may have seen recently, I'd say in the last six months, there is a string of, quote, delivery robots delivering yes. food. Imagine an old fashion baby pram but it's completely closed it has little poles that stick out the top that have lights and then it has their name on the side and these autonomous robots will bring you your jimmy johns or your you know mexican food in a in a robot a robot will deliver your food for you i don't like them i don't like them one damn bit because i'm like that's a human's job two of these robots approaching each other you know, oh op, you know, they're like a showdown. One's coming one direction, the other. They're taking up the whole sidewalk at this point. One of them's named Nolan. I didn't get the other's name because you know what? I'm not going to commit it to memory. They have names? Oh, they have names on the side of them. Yeah, like, I'm Lala. I'm Nolan. And I'm like, don't you dare humanize these robots. So I see them. I'm so mad. I see them crossing each other. And I'm like, are you guys giving each other signals? What do you guys do? I'm like, instantly suspicious and furious as soon as I see them. To the point where I yell, you're taking our jobs. Oh, babe. How loud to a robot. And, and then I'm walking and then there's a column at this apartment complex that I'm walking, you know, by where I see these robots. There's a <laughs> scrape on the side of my arm from where I just flat out walk right into this column. Imagine a column. And then imagine 15% of me and that thing overlapping and me running into these columns. It's never head on. It's not like I'm Wiley e. Coyote. It's like the side angle. It's the ADHD bruises you have on the side of your body because you aren't aware of your frame. And I just run into Yeah, you're a trying column. to fight it. So, I'm, yeah, I'm yelling at these robots in the street looking like a crazy person. <laughs> you're taking our jobs. And then I hit a column. I have bruises and scrapes. And I'm like. Well, maybe they deserve the job because they probably they haven't run into a column yet. Anyway, it's it's lunacy. I hate them. I want to stop them every time I see them. But I'm like, I don't want to affect 
that guy's food. I, I'm not trying to take let you get your cold food delivered. That would be upsetting to me. A human suffered. But I want to know one is empty and then attack it. <laughs> like, like a bird scooter just toss it into the street. Anyway, I'm trash. I, I'm mad at robots for taking our jobs instead of being mad at the capitalist that are making these robots and putting them into work and taking jobs away from people. I'm mad at the robot itself. That's what they want. They want you to be mad at the smoke and mirrors, not the man behind it. They, You know what I mean? So anyway, that's why I'm trash. Why are you trash? Um, I, You know what? They are all around Melrose and like the Groundlings Theater and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we had a teacher who said very sternly to us, do not kick those. <laughs> not because he's pro-robot, <laughs> but it really felt like he was coming from experience. Oh, like, my foot still hurts. Don't kick him. Well, I think he just kind of, like, tapped it, like, while he was kind of just curious. And it, like, went berserk. Like, the robot was like, like, don't hit. (laughs) Like, something like that. A laser laser comes out of the top, and it's just like, we've spotted the suspect. Confirm your name and identity. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Anyway, why are you trash? Well... I've talked uh, long and, you know, a lot about how I am an absolute nuisance at my nail salon. (laughs) 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 So, you know, it, here's the thing. I love this nail salon. I'm not going to stop going. It cannot stop me. But I am curious if it's something about their organic gel that mm-hmm. seems to upset me more than like any other nail salon because I've literally never had this issue anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um so anyways I was there and um this poor I'm getting my toes done and my nails done at the same time and the poor girl doing my nails is just like trying to live her life and do my nails and I start mm-hmm. coughing but I I put on a mask this time because I was like, maybe this will like stop my normal trajectory of like this happening to me. It didn't. And in Mm -hmm. fact, I started to get so much like phlegm Mm. and stuff that as I was coughing, my nose was running like bad. And but then I was like, I can't. The girl who was doing my toes literally got up and got me a cough drop. And I was like, this is humiliating as per usual. And so but I had a mask on. So I was like, anyone like I don't have COVID. But if I did, uh you know, whatever. Um, But I didn't have COVID anyways. So my nose was running like crazy. And I was like, I don't know how to attend to this because if you've ever had your nails and your feet done at the same time, you, the the tech is sitting on one side of you. And so you either have one hand, like mm-hmm. the side that they're on and they're working on it, um, or you're reaching across yourself with the other hand. Mm-hmm. Either way, for most of that process, neither hand is like usable. <laughs> and I didn't like, I was like, they already brought me a cough drop. My feet are in the water, so I can't get up to go to the bathroom to blow my nose or wipe my face off. I don't know what to do. So what I did which made the most sense to me at the time, I just let my nose continue to run because uh-huh. I had a mask on. So I was an absolute snot-nosed bitch. Like, 
like a little kid with like a cold you know, like how like little kids like don't feel like the fact that they've got like boogers running down their face and you're like, what is up with your kid? How do they not feel that? Yes. You know, that was like my vibe for sure under this mask was just like absolute filth. Yeah. And I sat there and I and I dealt with it for like because as soon as she stopped grinding off the gel, the coughing stopped. But it was just like I couldn't get up. I was trapped. So I sat there for like an hour with just my face. Like if if my mask would have just mysteriously fallen off, everyone would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? Snot-nosed uh, little, little customer. <laughs> Snot-nosed little bitch. <clears throat> like the way I removed the mask... Because normally when you remove a mask, you like go pop it off an ear, pop it off an ear. Sure. I removed it like by clutching my face oh. and like, like I removed it gently from my ear so it wouldn't fall off. And then I clutched it from my face and I pulled, like I squeezed and I pulled so that it would wipe and remove all the <laughs> snot so that no one was the wiser. Yeah. You and I was, <laughs> I couldn't believe, my, I was like, I am filthy. I am disgusting. But also, like, I don't feel like I had any choice. No, not at that time. You didn't. That's the thing. You didn't. I'm going to I'm gonna get my nails done again probably when I'm in – I'm going to be out of town next week. And so I'm going to get them done wherever I'm at, you know, out of town. Mm-hmm. If I do not have a coughing fit <laughs> – It's the nail salon. It's the salon. And that just kills you, me. I know it's far away, but you've got to come to my girl. You gotta check out Casey in Koreatown. It's too far. I, I know. Mean, I know. But the quality of work. I had Simpsons, an- she does good work. I had another girl that I liked a lot in Toluca Lake, and I would have kept going to her, except that she did my uh, lashes for my wedding, and I didn't like them. And so I was like, I'm just gonna go back mm-hmm. to my nail salon that I like. But yeah, I mean, if it's gonna kill me every time I'm in there. I don't, what do I do? But I'm starting to get to know their names too. And I know they know me because all yep. I do is go in there and cause ruckus and they must think that I'm literally sick 365 days of the year. <laughs> well, you know, what's pretty sick going to live concerts. Ooh, yeah. I love that. Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> I do, though. Like but you do. Let's you get do. into our first story. This would be my, my ideal concert from KTLA.com. Local. Meet Storm, the sneaky puppy who snuck into a Metallica concert. This German Shepherd escaped its home and snuck into <laughs> the SoFi Stadium where Taylor Swift, Metallica, Beyonce have all Drake. recently played. Who? Drake? Yeah, no. No, I said it. I know. I know what I wow. said. Wow. AFI? And, My uh, Chemical Romance? Okay. Eh? Uh, I wish I wouldn't have spoken up. <laughs> no, I liked AFI. The one song? Girls Not Gray? Is that the... Oh. My. God. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. All right. We'll talk about this offline. Um, no, I'm sorry. it's fine. You didn't listen to cool music like me you just listened to hillbilly country i'm sure <laughs> i was i was knee deep in it anyway i'm so, sorry i called you a hillbilly that's no it's it's a point of pride i love it so <laughs> i'm not being sarcastic like i'm like yeah i'm, I'm kind of hillbilly so 
not a redneck, unfortunately. I'm more hillbilly. But the owners <laughs> were like, we don't know how she got out. We had checked the cameras. We didn't see anything. But there's footage, photos, videos of just their dog sitting in a chair at the concert. Like, it was <laughs> on the floor. It was legitimately sitting in a concert seat. Like, as if she'd bought a ticket. It was like, can I help you? This is my seat. <laughs> I, if you walked in and you saw a dog in your seat, would you say anything? No. I'd be like, you know what? It's probably had a really rough day. Like, chasing rabbits, thinking about squirrels, being mad at, you know, a sound. I'm like, you deserve this. Unwind. Get lost in the music, you know? I, I think that's what I would do. <laughs> I would certainly, like, be like, hey uh seatmates around me does this dog belong to let any of you and if they were like no that dog's just been there i'd be like all yeah. right and then i would let it fly if it was like yeah i brought my service animal to the concert I'd be like get this dog out of my fucking seat yeah absolutely that can sit on your lap <laughs> yeah if it were a chihuahua or german shepherd i'm not saying shit because those are like attack animals but if it were like i don't know like a golden doodle i'd be like um excuse me can i see your ticket stub i think I think this might be my, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm polite. I like to be mindful of the people around me. I've never caused an incident on a plane to this day. Okay. I don't know. I'm polite. Well, That's all. that definitely brings us into our next story, which is just, I could have done a whole episode on this story, you the know? entire episode, yeah. From NBC4 dot com and also just anywhere. everywhere <laughs> a diarrhea incident causes turn of events on a delta flight okay guys y'all listeners baby trash kids a delta airline flight was bound for barcelona and it had to turn around last friday because of a biohazard situation it was going atlanta to barcelona it had to return to atlanta because of company because a passenger took a dump so big, I would die. I have embarrassment. <laughs> I've taken some biohazards on a flight. Okay, I'm not proud of that. But if they were like, this is so bad, we have to turn around. I, I would, I don't know. I would jump off the tarmac. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, certainly, certainly this is the moment when you, you know, sh chop off all your hair or dye it blonde. Yeah. Really... Move to Montana, change your name. Change your name. I mean, anything you could do. So, okay, so this is what's crazy about it. Because, you know, like, I've got a, a regular plane boy in the house. And so he knows a little bit more about the situation than I do. Um, I'm more of a diarrhea expert, and he knows more about planes. Um, <laughs> it's about balance. You're a perfect couple. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but he said that a lot of professionals and people were like, well, that... Like, the Delta flight did the right thing because – here's the thing. It's not because someone, like, took a took a mean old, a mean old bruiser in that tiny-ass bathroom on an international flight. Like, it was pouring into the hallways, or I think they were just diarying, like, diarr oh, everywhere. Yeah, in the aisle. So that's, like, definitely, like, case for other people to catch – whatever is causing this, this uh, extreme, yeah. extreme episode of diarrhea. So... I mean, it was it, everywhere. 
They, they when they landed, the ground crew had to like rip up the carpets on the plane. <laughs> God. The way I would put myself on the no-fly list, I'd be like, I'm catching a boat to Barcelona moving forward. I did you see the article recently where two people were threatened to be put on the no-fly list and kicked off a flight because they refused to sit in vomit-covered airplane seats? What? Yes. So I don't remember the airline, but someone in the previous flight had thrown up. The flight attendants had put, you know, paper towels and coffee grounds and things like that on it. But when the people went to sit down, they were like, there's visibly still vomit on this seat. I will not sit down. And the flight attendant's like, it's a full flight. You have to. And they were like, no. And then the pilot was like, I can put you on the no-fly list. And they kicked him off the flight. Because they refused to sit in vomit. And then they had to rebook their own ticket somewhere else. Do they take pictures in a video? I, you know, it's been floating around the internet. Maybe there's videos. Maybe there's pictures. Who can say? But Then I don't believe it. All right. All right. Well, it's hard to believe our next story, but there's evidence. So let's get into it. My Tinder date stole my tabbies, but I'm having the last laugh. I just Googled what a tabby was. They're, They're they $900 like hooves. Dollar hooved shoes, and they have a lot of varieties, and this one was a tabby-toed Mary Jane. So this girl and Ugh. the tabby swiper <laughs> met up. They connected on Tinder and went on a date, came back to her place, had some sex, uh, but in her photos, one of her photos on said app is a photo of her in these shoes. I mean, these are easily $900 plus, right? And so her Tinder date that, you know, they bump into each other, they exchange messages, they meet for a drink, they talk about fashion, and they hook up at her house, blah, blah, blah. The next morning, he leaves, right? But he says, hey, I want to show you this Spotify playlist, but I don't have Spotify on my phone. Can I have your phone? So, okay, great. She hands him his phone. He's like, I just can't find it. I can't find it. Hands her the phone back, right? What he did in that time was delete his contact information from her phone, wipe the messages, Ugh. wipe the call log. When she looks up and notices the next morning that said hideous $900 tabby shoes are gone, she goes obviously to message him, no, no contact logs. Then she goes to Tinder. He's unmatched and blocked her. So she went to you know, the thing that we can do now, the recourse we have, which is TikTok. and was like, this happened to me. And so the next day it finally got to, but he stole them, not for him. He stole them for his girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. And then essentially, you know, it, it got around the Instagrams, the TikToks, things like that. And then he messaged her. I was like, I, you got me. And he returned the shoes the next day. I've never wanted something so bad that it was worth having my significant other go and have sex with another person mm -hmm. to steal them, you know? I mean, especially because mm -hmm. there's, like, no guarantee. <laughs> I'm just thinking about this logically, removing emotion. It'd be one thing if it was, like, if you have sex with this person, you'll be able to get me these shoes. Like, no problem. Not even, like, a stolen shoe or a used shoe. I still don't think that's nice um, to do, mm -hmm. but it makes more sense. But this was like, I'm going to get her these used $900 shoes. I don't know how gently or rough they've been used. And I'm going to cheat on you to do it. Well, it's, I don't uh, think she rough. knew. She dumped him. The, the girlfriend has now dumped him. 
Oh. Yeah. She, she's like, oh, what? No, we're good. We're done. <laughs> and But this has been all over social media, and it's kind of made her into like a micro-celebrity. People are slut-shaming her in her DMs and things like that. But also, she has her own fashion brand. What? Oh, yeah. People are like, oh, you hooked up with them after one time. You know, like you met with them and then hooked up with them, blah, blah, blah. We so missed she the has- point. I know, right? Blame the woman, of course. Of course. <laughs> she has a knitwear fashion brand, and she was just like, how can I, you know, market this thing? How can I make it blow up? And then, boom, <sighs> now <laughs> she's a micro-celebrity, and her brand is in the spotlight, which is crazy. So dating in New York sounds like it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, but, you know, she's getting the last laugh. Again, the girlfriend dumped him. She's gotten all these brand opportunities so here it is there she is speaking of brand opportunities how about we take a break and we're back what a lovely brand opportunity that was you know who could use a rebranding the man in our next story from nbcnews.com an fbi agent who was dancing in a denver bar and did a backflip causing his gun to go off and shoot someone in the leg. That's that's the that's the context to this story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uh he pleaded not guilty to second degree assault and uh he he won his case. Yeah, he he well he pled he he did a plea deal to where he accepted third degree assault. So he avoided jail time. So not What's... not guilty, but he just said, oh, okay. "Hey, instead of second degree, I'll accept third degree." And that's, yeah, where he is. But second degree assault, aggravated assault with intent to cause serious bodily harm. I mean, no, I don't, I think third degree makes more sense. He was doing a backflip. Have you seen the video? No, you sent it to me and I actually like. Okay. It's it's like 16 on, seconds. He's dancing. All right. I'm watching. I'm going to watch the video right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So he's. So he's dancing. Oh, my God. Okay, so yeah, That's he was like... flip. The gun falls out. When he goes to pick it up, somehow it goes off and shoots someone in the leg. Yeah, he had the gun, like, tucked into his pants. And first of all, everyone is giving him a lot of room because he's obviously having his moment. Yes. Um. But yeah, he, like, ran to pick it up and then it shot someone. And everyone in Colorado was like... Ugh. So a guy, uh, he was facing up to 16 years on the second degree assault charges, but the gentleman that he shot done, you know, therapy, physical therapy, counseling, like he's like being in public with law enforcement when they have guns, like it makes me very uncomfortable. And he's like, this was, you know, I, I get it. He said, though, I've done stupid things at bars to impress girls too. So at least he has like a good vibe about himself. <laughs> Wait, why is it making you feel uncomfortable that he's being paraded around with law enforcement? No, the gentleman he shot is like, I'm uncomfortable being in public. I'm uncomfortable around law enforcement now, around people with guns, etc. The the victim in this is like, I'm uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But he said, hey, you know, I've done stupid things at bars to impress girls, too. So, So men still say dab at the end of this life. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, all good, bro. You ruined my all fucking good. life, but uh, sick backflip. Did you get laid? High five. <laughs> yeah, men are weird, man. But I bet not as weird as what they discovered in our next story. 
Yeah, so from the DailyMail.com, shocked Russian surgeons opened up a man who thought that he had a tumor to find out that he had a fir tree inside of his lung. And you sent me this picture or this article, and I was like, I cannot look at this photo. It's bothering me. Yes. So medical staff believed that he had somehow inhaled a seed, and it sprouted into a small fir tree inside of his lung. Doctors, doctors of trashy, 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 trash can doctors, dumpster fire surgeons, please write in. Is this possible? This sounds crazy. Yeah, I don't get how this happened. I mean, here's the thing. Russia's a weird ass place. Truly. I follow several social media accounts that are like an ordinary day in Russia. And it's like a group of school children with like a bear and they're all sitting at story time or something. So this is just like a hard to thing. But yeah, he said that, you know, he was coughing up blood and it was probably these tiny pine needles piercing blood vessels and capillaries. So he's just glad it's not cancer. But like, was this sexual? No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> you can't, I mean, if you put something in your butt, it doesn't go into your lungs. But like, I don't think he, it like, was his huffing? butt. Like, he was just having, like, the best day ever in a meadow and, like, smelling trees and just, like, yes. And then, like, this is how the trees repaid him. I don't know. I don't get it. Nature's not kind. You know, that's all. And, and neither is the neighbors in this next story. Okay. From ABC7 News, alleged townhome strip club prompts neighbors to call the police, but the host denies any wrongdoing. What? You don't like naked bodies? <laughs> Sorry, prude. That's how we were born. That's how we came into this world. Some San Jose residents say that their quiet neighborhood has been taken over by what they are calling a strip club, which (laughs) what they are calling a strip club is Mm -hmm. already whatever. But they say loud parties every weekend have been happening for months despite endless calls to 911 and 311, code enforcement and more. So, I mean, is this like, this must be like in a house or something. Yeah, it's in a neighborhood. So... Exotic dancers, alcohol, stacks of ones, fresh promotions. A private party was running in the Camille Circle in San Jose. The neighbors say they heard construction during the middle of the night for months. So it's, you know, that Tom Waits like, what's he building in there? Songs (laughs) happening, you know, he's like, the neighbors were like, what are they building? I had no idea. So they called the general manager. And thought maybe it was them lifting weights because they were like, what could be this sound? They were installing exercise equipment, pole dance boxes, etc. And they found these boxes in the communal garbage. But once construction stopped, <laughs> the music started. The one resident said, it's not Mozart. It's strip club music. Ma'am, define strip club music because I've, I've seen a lady dance to Black Velvet. I've seen a lady dance to Get Low. You know, there's all sorts of music you can take your clothes off to. It's just a matter of imagination. But neighbors say that they found videos from inside the parties by clicking on a map within the Snapchat app. And all of those videos are public, but they were, you know, too explicit to show the news, of course. Oh, oh. But she says she's been calling for months because of the sound. So, you know, the police would come out and uh, or they were asked, did the police come out for these calls? And the resident's like, I have no idea because we never got any follow up. And so when they busted the place, (laughs) um, they said that they found that there were 
um, uh, he, he, the owner was like, it's not, I'm not exchanging money. It's private parties for friends and family. Uh, his mom, who lived in the home previously, had recently passed away. He oh, doesn't charge no. money. He said that the, he doesn't charge money, but the $200 or the 200 for bottles refers to tokens, not do- dollars. He said the exotic dancers are entertainers, family and friends, not employees. The security guards are his brothers. They work graveyard shift at a nearby nightclub that if they're outside, it's because they're smoking. So basically he's like, oh, no, we're not charging money. These are tokens. What can you change the tokens in for? Who knows? But that's how he's getting around it, I guess. Smart. (laughs) Basically like, sorry, you don't like our parties, but we own this place and we're not. This isn't a business. Yeah. So I guess it's better to be an owner than a renter sometimes. You can say that again. And I have a feeling it's better to be an owner than a renter. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just went like third grade literal on you. No, that's a funny joke. It was a funny joke. From Fox News for Fox4News.com, Dallas apartment evicts tenant throws belongings in the dumpster, but oopsie doopsie. It was the wrong unit. A Deep Ellum man says everything his him and his daughter own has been thrown to a dumpster after the management of his apartment building said they accidentally ordered maintenance to clean out his rental. Turns out that the management company had the wrong number, and now he's out tens of thousands of dollars. But the building is now coming back and saying, well, you shouldn't have been living here in the first place. What? So what they're saying is, uh, you know, he built this life for him and his daughter, his groceries, his clothing, all of his stuff, shower curtains, everything was dumped. But now the building is saying, well, technically your ex-girlfriend's name is on the lease and you have been subletting illegally. And so he's like, no, but like I've paid the rent every month. Like it's me, but she's moved out of state. So they're saying... You shouldn't be here anyway. So they evicted the wrong person, but then Mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, they were like, well, maybe you should have been evicted too. Well, at first they were saying, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. It's a mistake. We apologize. Let us know if anything's missing. But then they said, actually, because your girlfriend moved out of state, it's you shouldn't be living here because you're not on the lease directly. Which, by the way, they put all his stuff in the dumpster and, like, tons of people just came and, like, stole it. Stole it. Well, it's not stealing, I guess, if it's in the dumpster. I guess so. But, yeah, it's, uh, so now he's got a lawyer. He's fighting. But they're saying, like, these are the binding rules of the agreement. Like, you don't live here. So we can throw anything, even though they've been cashing his checks. So, anyway, property is theft. Blurp, 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 blurp. Hey, speaking of theft... I'm just kidding. But uh, we should probably take another ad break. Erica, do you have any concerts coming up? Always. I'm a festival girly, you know. I have to get the VIP, though, because I I cannot go without an air-conditioned bathroom. Okay, well, my sweet angel, planning for faster and efficient hydration is also essential for festivals. And Liquid IV has you covered while you prep before, power through that headliner, and recover after the weekend. Hey, now, don't count yourself out while you're drunk poolside all summer, Cass. Liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water. 
water and with three times the electrolytes than traditional sports drinks. I mean, we really have no excuses. Liquid IV is actually standard in my purse. It goes phone, wallet, keys, liquid IV. And with flavors like lemon lime, pastique, that's French for watermelon, and my favorite, strawberry lemonade, saying hydrated is easy peasy. Mama, I'm talking B3. I'm talking B5. I'm talking B6. And I'm screaming from the rooftops, B12. They've got all the Bs. And there's a little bit of vitamin C in there, too, just for kicks. Oh, she's made from premium ingredients and is free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Oh, thank God. I'm vegan now. I don't know if I've talked about that yet. We know. We know. Okay. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TRASHY at checkout. That's 20% off of anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TRASHY at liquidiv.com. Honestly, we're so trashy. We're hydrated. Wet trash. All right, and we're back, but it's time for our favorite segment. These are stories that we think, uh, you know, they have some juice, but they're just not enough for us to get into. They're too dark or just too complicated. So let's get started with We Cut That. We Cut That. And We Cut That. From Rollingstone.com, Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show had a toxic work environment. 80 employees were called and none of them given a positive statement. Yeesh. So Jimmy Fallon sucks. Who would have known? We do. Well, did you? Because here's the thing. Like I had said this prior. I had a vibe, but Mm. I didn't know, you know? I didn't know the workplace was as taught. Again, we'll get, you know, if you want to go to the, read the whole article. um, It's had nine showrunners in nine years. Oh. They called 80 former and previous employees and no one even gave the like oh like we support jimmy people were like no comment but not like a message of support which is like this kind is of like, the political hollywood thing to do yeah I, he's a tyrant <laughs> it's like they they would be like oh it was based on jimmy's mood all this stuff but anyway uh, read the article make your own opinions but i've never heard of some place being like this is a really toxic environment and then it being like actually it was great so who knows? Who yeah. Knows? When there's, I think we learned from Ellen DeGeneres when there's smoke, there's fire. But hey, you know what? We cut that. We cut that. From BBC.com, a ritual mass murder was reported in a chapel in St. Leonard's. Turns out it was just a yoga class. This is people getting a little too trigger happy with 911. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, 999. I think that's what they, they say in the... Uh, in the old oh, in the UK, nine nine nine. But yeah, it's it, just people in meditation, like laying down shavasana, if you will. Shavasana. That's the Sanskrit, yeah. and people were like, "Must be a murder." I mean, in this person's defense, you know, churches are kind of weird, and so I guess if I walked by a church and everyone was lying on the floor, <laughs> yeah, I might in, think some like Jonestown esque thing had just taken place <laughs> in like, in yoga clothes on yoga mats. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I, I just love that they're like a ritual mass murder. Like the person I feel like has been listening to one too many true crime 100%. podcasts and now it's like everything they see is a crime. But, you know, good on them for calling because I do not like it when people don't take action. <laughs> but this is- that's true. <laughs> I guess it's better yeah. than, you know, because what if it would have been? Anyways, we cut that. We and cut that. We have another UK story. That we cut. From the mirror.co.uk. Me dad banned me from his child fee 
Sorry. <laughs> Are you sure? I sound like Mia Garth. Me dad banned me from his child-free wedding. I turned 18 two days after it. A teen left distraught when she was uninvited to her own dad's wedding after they decided it was a child-free day despite turning just or 18 just two days after the big event. Hey, I don't think it was a child-free day. I think it was a that his child-free day. <laughs> yeah, that stepmom was like, you know who I do not like? Catherine. I'm just assuming you can't her name drink. is Catherine. Yeah, you she's... can't drink alcohol. You can't come. Uh, speaking of drinking alcohol, oh, our wow. next story from Fox21news.com. Three-legged bear breaks into Florida home and drinks White Claws. Now, is this just like a really hung gay man? <gasps> Ooh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I um, I forgot how bears worked for a second because I'm like, because, so, you know, sometimes they walk on their hind legs. <laughs> So I was like, I was like, whoa, a three-legged bear? Like, this thing's like a mutant. But then I'm like, oh, bears also crawl. He's probably just missing one of those legs. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So an arm. <laughs> I was, I it's just weird. Was like, yeah, they're all legs or are there some of them arms if they're in front? Animals are weird. Biology's hard. That's all I know. It's so hard that we had to cut that. We, just, we, ha- we, we had to cut. We yeah. don't know enough about bears. <laughs> I do like that he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm trying to keep the carbs low. I'm just gonna have a white claw. Thanks. Not a yeah, bug. Not a not a coarse light. Claw. Thank you so much. Just a just a white claw. <laughs> Erica. Yes. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, it's uh, it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god. I've covered my eyes in black tar. I have a a mohawk today. I'm wearing leather and football gear. For some reason, I'm also wearing five-inch platform shoes that light up. Baby, it's time to talk about Burning Man. I look like Kesha. That's all all I got. Good. That's good. From Vox and everywhere, truly. If you didn't hear about the diarrhea plane story, like that's whatever. But I bet you've at least heard that these people who are uh, went to Burning Man, they stuck. <laughs> so here's the Burning Man. Are they still out there? No, it's over today or yesterday. Yesterday or today, but people are leaving. Yeah, they're they're all they're they're, oh, they're finally getting out of there. Okay, so and by she says yesterday or today, we're recording this on Thursday, September seventh. But yes. so by the time you're going to listen to this, hopefully everyone's left the playa. Hopefully. No. Climate change, climate change, and Schadenfreude finally caught up to the survivalist cosplayers. Schaden, Schaden, Schadenfreude. 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 Finally caught up to these survivalist cosplayers. So for its existence, Burning Man, a week-long desert experience that's part utopia performance, part survival quest, drug trip, sex romp, it's dodged, serious cultural pushback. Beyond eye rolls and jokes and things like that, but its fans have, have have zealously proselytized it as the transformative experience of the age. I read a tweet that was like, "Being trapped at Burning Man is almost as bad as being trapped in a conversation with someone that's been to Burning Man." <laughs> <laughs> I wish yeah. I could remember the tweeter, but good good on you. It's uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've met Burning Man alum, Burning Bros. Bernie bros. Yeah. So 
I know a few people who have gone to Burning Man who, actually a lot more people than I'd expect, but they, some people just absolutely swear by it. Like, it's the same vibe as having someone be like, hey, you should really try mushrooms. It's going to explain to you a lot about who you are. It's like that energy, but then they're also saying... You should try this weekend in the desert where you're basically camping and you have no real resources. You and can't also bring money. You can't bring money onto the playa. Everything yeah. has to be, if it's brought in, it, so it's a it's a, an abandoned lake bed. Everything that's brought in has to be brought out. Like you cannot leave a trace at this thing. And at the end of this week, they burn a man like a, a physical statue of wood or things like that. So it's burning Shaped like man. a man. Shaped like a man. <laughs> they don't actually burn like a guy. No, that's important every, to know. One year, everyone, one guy is sacrificed. And that's why. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't know someone that's been to Burning Man, you probably do. They're just dead now. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's a Black Rock City. It's a temporary Nevada city constructed every year to house these now 80,000 burners. It's just... It's absurd, but it, you know, it started out with kind of like these fringe people, but it's turned into just like a billionaire playground. Like they, they construct a temporary airport for this so that the billionaires' private planes can be flown in. Such a waste. Yeah, it's definitely lost. It's, it's kind of like Coachella and how Coachella was taken over by like Kardashians and influencers and stuff to a point where like, I blame you know, Vanessa the average. Hudgens. I blame Vanessa Hudgens as well. But the, you know, your the beginning days of Coachella was your average millennial, young millennial who went out and camped for two for two days and watched a music festival and they came back like really dirty and filthy, but it was just like a whole thing and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden rich people and influencers get involved and then it becomes like a place to be seen and nobody camps anymore or some people do but everyone who's camping is like wow you must be really poor so burning man has now become the same thing where it's like yeah these tech bro billionaires are Mm -hmm. like man i could really use an experience in humanity since i've lost it all yeah let's build an airport for me to get there Mm -hmm. they don't want to sit on the 15 freeway with everybody else Mm -mm. and they certainly don't camp like everybody else either yes there's so uh, there's you cannot exchange anything for money you're supposed to be self-sufficient you can trade if you come and you just have seashells that is your offering and bringing to it so you could trade you know water or food or rations or experiences for these seashells etc like so annoying i'm not giving you water for seashells but that's beyond the point (laughs) can you imagine we went to fucking burning man and i bought all these jugs of water from ralph's and then just some asshole comes up to me he's like greetings sister I, some seashells for some water. I'd be like, get the fuck. But this is why I'm not the right per- audience. Yeah, we're not the it. audience. <laughs> you get the F out. You write me a poem. Do you understand me? This is a haiku for water situation only, okay? Like, what are those seashells? You bought those at fucking Petco. That's supposed to be in the bottom of a fish tank. That's not a real seashell. <laughs> so Don't come over here with aquarium marbles yeah. and ask for something real. It's the, it's the instification of everything. Like, used to, you would barely hear about Burning Man. You would almost never see photos because it was supposed to be, this is our experience here. Well, like all things, like she said, the 
influencer and the Instagram photos has just kind of taken it out. Um, now it's kind of, you know, tickets cost anywhere from $200 to $280. They do have like a low income scholarship for tickets, which I'm going to bleep out this name. Has been to Burning Man. Of course. If that means anything to you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> you will never know the name we just said, but... <laughs> Oh, it checks out though, doesn't it? Yeah, she she got a scholarship ticket. Anyway, checks all the boxes. But now this year she got a scholarship ticket. No, like she in, was, in the past, okay. in the past. They, excuse me. I'm. Well, I don't even want to give away the no, gender. Yeah. <laughs> this person. So, oh yeah, it's just like the 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 climate disaster that Burning Man is. But um, now people are having. Again, this is in the desert. It's supposed to be completely. It's a barren rock lake bed. Now people are having air-conditioned tents with private chefs and blank, you know, like giant tents and forts that are goes against everything that this is supposed to be. And essentially, blah, 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 blah. But this year, there were, at the beginning, coming in, there was a climate change protest happening that would block the passage into the space, which led to overly aggressive police action against the protesters. And then there was a dramatic rainfall that blocked the passage out of Burning Man. So now this Black Rock City, who is normally a dry desert, you know, people wearing bandanas to keep the dust and the dirt off of them is now mud. Yeah. So I mean, the climate protesters really timed that well, and it does feel a little bit like witchcraft, but it was kind of like, hey, don't go do this. The, this is bad for the climate. And then and then Mother Earth was like, oh, they didn't listen to you? All right, hold my beer. Yeah. Um, because this rainfall was like a disaster. It Torrential. I mean, it's not set up to handle this at all. So this was really bad. I mean, the one person passed away and i believe they um, were electrocuted working on a generator in the water is the reports that i've read so there's the mud they had they got into a situation where like because people if you can believe it people don't wear shoes at burning man very often but this mud that was being created by this heavy rain and this dried up lake bed just in general, the desert's not where you want to be during rainstorms. No. There's nowhere for the water to go. It floods. But this mud had alkaline in it, alkaline soil. Mm -hmm. And so it was giving people chemical burns, or they were calling it playa foot, mm -hmm. if you were to walk in it barefoot. So that's what you see people walking with trash bags on their feet or all kinds of things just to get through the mud. And now I want to know... Mm -hmm. Okay, well, there's two very famous people who got out, um, but before I get to them, all the planes that the billionaires took, those were, like, trapped, too, like, because they couldn't take off. Yeah, there was no, the runway wasn't suitable. So all these people, all these billionaires and stuff were stuck, too, which is why a lot of people, it kind of generated the same response as that submarine got, where everyone was like, fuck you basically it's just another example of these billionaires putting themselves in these situations and because they're so far removed from society mm -hmm. we are sociologically incapable of feeling empathy for them and that's okay and it's not your fault but diplo and chris rock were some of the famous attendees <laughs> of burning man and they managed to escape by hitching a ride with strangers who were taking an alternate route out because you couldn't, the freeway was closed. So, but some people were just like, 
let's take it to through the desert. So this group of people were like, hey, we have a truck. We're going to try to just traverse the de- the desert. Mm-hmm. Diplo and Chris Rock, would you like to join us? And <laughs> Diplo posted this TikTok of them in the back of this truck. And I I hope it's getting just red to filth because this this tiktok comes out as we're hearing that people are getting chemical burns on their foots and again ebola was a rumor for quite some time it's not true but people were saying that there was an ebola breakout and then they were having to quarantine these 70 something thousand people (laughs) because of ebola it wasn't true though not everyone who's there is a billionaire anyways so yeah we're watching so you have to like there's some people that you're like god you're a fucking idiot for going and doing that but also like ugh, i don't want you to die but anyways they're in the back of this truck bed and chris rock is cracking jokes because he's chris rock and he probably feels like he has to he's wearing like this really nice like new york knicks satin bomber jacket satin bomber jacket and he's literally saying how he is so desperate to get a cold brew and if he could get a cold brew he would come i i just want everyone (laughs) who was mad at will smith to take a look at that (laughs) yeah sorry who was mad at will smith when he slapped chris rock oh 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 oh. yeah yeah totally i just it's like it's like the most yeah. tone deaf behavior of like Completely. you and Diplo have escaped mm-hmm. while billionaires are not. There's 70,000 people left behind and you're saying how bad you want a cold brew. Chris Rock, by the way, I just want to point this out really fast because I think this is important information. Chris Rock is 58 years old. So he is a gen xer but like an older gen x like he's borderline a boomer and so next time that anyone tries to fucking say oh uh millennials are so annoying and oh i'm gonna die without avocado toast chris rock who's almost a boomer said he if he doesn't get cold brew he's it's gonna make him come like that goes against it's just some of the principles of Burning Man being civic responsibility, radical self-reliance, and communal effort. Why weren't people working together to get Chris Rock a cold brew so he could come? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just like one of those things where like, fine, if you want to crack jokes to make everyone else feel more comfortable being around you because you're fucking Chris Rock and all <laughs> of that's fine if you have to do that, but Maybe go to your friend Diplo and go, hey, do you mind not recording us? Because this might be a bad look. But these people don't think about it because they don't do their own PR. And it's obvious. Yeah. Can you Uh, imagine the PR group for Diplo and Chris Rock? It was like, he said he would, what, if he got a cold brew? Come? Can we we suppress the video? (sighs) Oh, no, it's already been stitched and duetted. Okay. And, and and who recorded? Okay. And who who recorded? It was Diplo who recorded. Okay. It was Diplo. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. And okay. what? And oh, and how? Oh, so one guy's already dead at Burning Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, all right. And they're saying do, Ebola. Do you think we okay. somehow could blame Will Smith in any way for this? No. Yeah. No. What about yeah. Jada? Yes. Great. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make it. We're gonna spin it and make it about Jada. Great. Thank you so much. Great. Great. Okay. Write the press release. Great. Ooh, that was a close one. Hey, uh, how about this? What if? I also represent Nick, Joe Jonas. How about I just get him and his wife to divorce right now? That's what you need to do. That's great. Thank you so much. That's that's Bingo. the kind of creative thinker we need in the room. Do you hear that, Samantha? Do you hear that? That's why she got the promotion. 
That's why she's no longer an intern. Okay, let's see some effort. That's yeah. That's that's why magic happens in these PR meetings. <laughs> I think that we're not too far off, babe. Yeah. I gotta know. I gotta know. Mm-hmm. What are you hoarding? Burning Man. It's this delightful festival <laughs> out in the desert where we just come together with radical self-reliance. Do you know there was a fuck plane at Burning Man this year? Oh, well, you- I mean, what else are you going to do with a plane that's uh, stuck in the mud but I'm, fucking it? I'm going to tell you what I'm hoarding. No, no. It would take people up in the air so they could join the Mile High Club. You could be in there for like up to an hour and... <laughs> So all I have to do is go to Burning Man with a couple seashells and be like, one spin in the fuck plane, please. I brought some shells. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's cheaper than a ticket. You could participate in the dirty ground orgies at Burning Man or for just a couple of shells and a haiku, you could be up in the fuck plane. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just like all things. It's garbage now. But. The thing I'm Imagine, hoarding. no, I can't. <laughs> no, but, but maybe I should. But yeah. I can't. But I should. Were people people were still having sex even though they were walking around with trash bags on their feet to avoid chemical burns? A hundred percent. I guess what else do you do? They had the lawyer, sex in Mad Max. Yeah, the lawyer that defended Nestle for having slave children workers in the Supreme Court and one was also at Burning Man this year. Oh God. But he unsuccessfully this year tried to justify the taking of a woman's house and then making her pay $40,000. Anyway, this guy's garbage, but he was there. But he was explaining you should put trash bags and then socks and then, you know, like these layers for how you should prep your feet. And all of these soldiers, like who have fought in trenches, were like, that's how you're going to get trench foot. Like, absolutely, do not do this. This is what you need to do. Like, this is, you know, change your socks, do this, do that. But do not put trash bags on them first. Anyway, That I is can't. so upsetting to know the details of the specifics on who was there. Because, again, I, I have to say this again. There are normal people who go to Burning There's Man. No so you never know. Well, I, I, I mean, I know some people who, I don't know if they were there this year, but I know people who have been. So I know that there are good-hearted weirdo hippies out there mm-hmm. that are pleasant, you mm-hmm. know, enough. And so it's like, y- you don't want, oh, it just goes back and forth because I also like the guy who defended Nestle and was the defense lawyer for someone who's using slave labor. Like, yeah. fuck that guy, you know? Uh, it's tough. It's yeah. really tough. So hard. But, you know, I am... I am not God, so please just tell me what you're hoarding. One day, we'll perform at Burning Man, and then who will be laughing now? <laughs> you going to bleep it out again? Of course. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I love it. That's so I funny. am hoarding. I like secrets. I do, too. Secrets. <laughs> anyway. If you, if you Venmo us each $100, we'll say the name. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> to you P- only. To you only. And you can't say anything all right uh the thing i'm hoarding the thing i want the thing i would bring to burning man to trade as my commerce yep peanut butter m&ms just so good i snuck some into the movie theater on monday oh guess what i don't know if i talked about going to universal studio cinema on the wrong day to see a movie oppenheimer in imax guess what happened again we showed up on the wrong day a second time but we were thankfully able to swap our tickets twice twice i'm gonna ask you something because you did tell me about that do you have an email address i i didn't purchase the i'm not gonna say who purchased the tickets which one of us in our relationship purchased the tickets and had the calendar you didn't well i i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna name names i'm not gonna name names (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. So one of the I two of us. Understand. I told I told Taylor about this and he said, Isn't it on the ticket? And he was cooking and he was like he like pushed his spatula into the pan. He said, Frustrating. Because we all we both didn't <laughs> <laughs> did not understand how you guys did this twice. Again, one of us purchased tickets. One of us was a passenger. <laughs> There's too much trust in your relationship. You need to check the other person's work. I got to take out, but I snuck some peanut butter M&Ms in my bag. Oh, they're so good. I went to 7-Eleven the other day. I went to buy them. Babe, a sharing size of peanut butter M&Ms are three fifty at a 7-Eleven. Now, they did have a deal. Or if you got a second pack, it was just a dollar extra. But I'm sorry, four fifty for two share packs of peanut butter M and M's. Biden, get the economy going. What's happening? Anyway, I'm this loving is... them. I love a peanut butter M M&M. and This isn't policy policy, but like, goddamn, candy's so expensive. Anyway, what are you hoarding? Who owns? Okay, M M&M and M is owned Mars. by Mars, so that's not Nestle. But I'm going to assume child labor nonetheless. And so you are promoting child labor um and that is a shame i speaking of child labor i'm hoarding uh i actually don't know that but they, they are destroying the rainforest oh we can't spend our money anywhere clean we gotta make montana happen but i'm hoarding in the meantime the scub storage boxes from ikea scub which ones are those s-k-u-b-b um they're like these I don't know, like fab, like fabric canvas pop up. I love those. I love those boxes. I, I that have yes. They slide under Googled the bed. Yeah, yeah. We just got some of those so that we can really get our lives together uh, mm-hmm. in this house. And I think this is going to be the thing that's going to change us, you know, and really make us. It's uh, going to make the difference. Better people. Yeah, but they're great and. You know, like gone are the days of just shoving a bunch of shit under your bed and then it gets mm-hmm. all covered in dust and dog hair mm-hmm. because now we have the scub storage solutions for IKEA. Yeah. I know I've been hoarding a lot of IKEA lately. Yeah. As you can tell, I've been shopping at IKEA a lot lately. <laughs> I, I we uh, there's a lady and she had a TikTok and she's talking about how you know, her life had been so disorganized and the thing she's doing to fix it. And she's like, listen, I know this number is going to sound insane to everyone. And it is. But the quality of life I've had since I've had this done, she said she had eight professional organizers from one company come out and do seven hours of late work on her home. And just that means boxes, organizing, sifting through stuff, doing all of this stuff. She's like, listen, it cost me $5,000. And she's like, that sounds like an insane number. But the quality of life I've had since I've had that done and then the systems put in place by that have changed her life. And I was like, I've worked with a professional organizer before and it's truly incredible. I don't have that kind of money, but just piecemeal here and there, it really is magical. Anyway, love, love a scub. I'm throwing away when you see a trash can and it's full Mm -hmm. and then people start doing a Jenga-like stacking of trash on top of that trash can and shoving- things in where they think, oh, there's a little tiny hole. Babe, that trash can's full. We go to the next trash can or we hold on to our trash. You don't just continue. And then the the stacking of the trash gets too tall and then it falls on the floor or the ground, defeating the purpose of a trash can. Sometimes trash cans are full. Don't stack your shit like that. It's just so tacky. Anyway, I hate it. What are you throwing away? 
I'm throwing away... Hey, if you're going to Costco and you want to uh, capitalize on a rotisserie chicken, that's fine. But if you are like planning on buying enough to feed your entire family, then you don't... Don't show up at the end of the day at the busiest time of day at Costco because what I observed... And this doesn't even affect me because I wasn't even getting a rotisserie chicken, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the attitude. You have people who are standing, like crowding the area of the rotisserie chicken. And then the Costco employees are, are they're winging out chickens as fast as they can. And then people will take four. And it's like, mm-hmm. look around you. A lot of people are waiting for these chickens. How dare you just take four? That's yeah. crazy to me. It's super rude. I don't like it. I understand it's $5 and it's a really great way to feed a family and et cetera, et cetera. But also like have some couth, um, mm-hmm. buy some frozen chicken. And if you need to do, I don't know. Like I, I want to think that this is like, this is is justified of like, this is mm-hmm. how I can feed my family for $20 and I'm having a really hard time. But I just wasn't getting that energy from the people who were doing this. I was getting the energy from these people of like, I'm a selfish prick. I don't want to have to come back here. So I'm going to grab four fucking chickens because Mm -hmm. they're a hot commodity. It was giving like buying too much toilet paper right before the pandemic. That was the vibe. I didn't like it. I don't think it's nice. I think it's rude. I don't because then you have a moment where people are literally shoving each other out of the way Mm -hmm. to get a chicken because everyone suddenly needs fucking four. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't like that. And I'm throwing that out. Love it. Love it. Well, I mean, we know we can find a, a chicken at Costco, but Cassandra, where can the people find you? On the Trashy Trashy Podcast. I don't even know why I answer this question anymore. I've gone dark. But where can people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram, Threads, TikTok, Blue Sky. You, you find me. You can find me. I'm the only aspiring icon on the internet, you know? So find me. And yeah. you can, as always, find this podcast. On all of those said mentioned, threads, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Blue Sky, at Trashy Trashy Pod. And you can find us online at TrashyTrashyPodcast.com. That will have links to all of our social platforms, any way to listen, a link to our merch store, even a button where you hit send trash. You can email us from the website directly or at our Gmail, which is TrashyTrashyPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us why you're trash. Send in a story. We always love and appreciate when you do. <sighs> we are the number one source of trashy news on the internet. Our merch store is trashytrashypodcast.threadless.com. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.